kicking our butts groovers and i am andrea land your grooving goddess this is the grooving goddess podcast and this episode is my meow podcast co-host and i seraphina Fra- uh, blackman <laughs> i almost called her seraphina fraggle uh that's the name of her youtube channel and there's seraphina tarot or actually i think seraphina fraggle is the link tree anyway not important that'll be in the notes but we are co-hosts of Meow Podcast on YouTube and have lots of guests on there. Um, but we like to just have the audio conversations sometimes on our podcast because without the distraction of cameras and a guest and trying to do it a certain way, we usually get to the meat of very big things. So I am not exaggerating when I say part one and part two of this conversation is going to blow your mind. And it is so timely with what is happening with the sun, which, by the way, I think it's going to be doing it for another week or two because the parts of the sun that were going off when we recorded this have now turned earth facing and there's more coming. Yippee! So uh, the good news is, is that I have other ways to manage that and I'll be dropping that episode tomorrow. I just had a really, really great conversation with whales this morning. I'm talking really fast because I think I'm trying to compensate for how my brain slows down during some of the deeper, more involved concepts that Serafina and I get into. Um, Her knowledge is amazing. I'm so grateful that she is my co-host and more importantly, my friend. Um, I love her to pieces and I thank her for all of the insight that I get from her and that we process together because I would not be able to help in the ways that I am and do the work that I'm doing with others without that part. And, um, my life is better because of my friend and I really love her. We have a hard time being serious. So, um, I don't want to get too mushy on here. She'll be like, Oh, but, uh, I think somewhere in here, I do say that anyway, but, um, anyway, or maybe I said it on meow, uh, you know, she's, she's my cosmic sister, my family, part of my celestial family. And I'm really grateful that she could come on and talk about this. So be prepared to have your mind blown. We're about to spill the tea on celestial consciousness, universal AI, and uh, being the only one like her on the entire planet, uh, along with how eh, maybe everything really is a matrix. So uh, enjoy. And I know you'll be wanting to come back for part two soon. So I will get that up. 
probably tomorrow, maybe sooner. But I kind of figured I would bank a whole bunch of stuff. And then when I'm being lazy towards the end of the year, I can put out an episode every day or two because I know most other podcasts uh, go on hiatus, understandably, because, you know, we all get tired and burn out. But I thought, you know, I know I have been in that time of year sometimes where I really just wanted stuff to listen to and all of my favorites didn't have anything coming out. So I kind of like to do the opposite. Uh, oh, and thank you to any new listeners. I sure appreciate all of the kind feedback and words I've had about the episode with uh, Paranormal Karen. And uh, she's going to be on our podcast in January, the Meow Podcast. So look forward to that. And without further ado, here is Serafina. All of her contact information will be in notes. I know you've been waiting your whole life for the Patreon community that is just for you. My Xanadu Patreon, my Xanadu Collective is there and ready to accept you in and support you in your expansion and your grid work. It is hard for me to do anything comedic, which I have to be fake serious. But for real though, the Patreon is so much fun and come join the party. You can also book any of my available services, some which I haven't even put on the menu yet because I don't know what to call them. I'm your one-stop shop for readings, energy work, uh, animal communication, mediumship, and anchoring of your consciousness. So I even do academic tutoring. So if I can be of service to you or you want to join the Patreon, that is where you get the most bang for your buck because you can get a reading every month if you join at the VIP tier. And I'm always running specials each month for bonuses for when you join at any tier. So head on over to my link tree and check out my Patreon, my services on Square, and my other podcasts as well. I am providing you with as much entertainment and love and resources and fun as I have in me, and I appreciate my patrons more than they know. I thank them on the daily And I would love to be thanking you on the daily. So if you would like to support the podcast, that is a great way to do it by joining the Patreon. Much love. And if I can be of service to you in a private reading, book that at my Square Booking site through the link tree. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Now back to that interview. sounds really good um yeah zoom was just being a pain in the ass and it, I for some reason I cannot get it to recognize my earbuds like it doesn't want to let you do bluetooth audio and that may be some sort of security thing but um when I want to just use my phone it's a real pain in the ass when that doesn't work <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because um, on my phone, the um, uh, the port to put in the um, earphones, the wired earphones, uh, it doesn't work properly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and a lot of new phones don't even have that jack anymore. You can get an adapter but those don't work great either so <laughs> zoom needs to catch up <laughs> hmm. so are you how are you doing today i'm doing uh pretty okay i um i've had amazing energy uh That's for the last good. couple of days i was up very early and i uh, went to the house um between six and seven this morning and did a couple hours of painting and then came back. Uh, before that, I cleaned this house. Well, not completely, just the areas that I'm occupying. The house is just too big. I haven't gotten to all of it yet. And um, yeah, so I'm basically uh, using a quarter of the house and I've managed to clean that. But I did a, uh, a bit of cleaning. I went to the house. I did a painting. I came back. I had a bit of a nap. Um, uh, I uh, did my affirmations. Uh, yeah, um, and I'm still doing okay at two o'clock. I have a nail appointment after we're done. Oh, how exciting. I need to paint mine because uh, I, I um, haven't done anything with them for a while. And my they're toes on camera. Are lost. My <laughs> toes, Andrea. Oh my God. My toes. <laughs> My toes are are a fright also. I really need to get them taken care of before someone sees me naked. <laughs> and um, one of the guys I've been uh, uh, seeing via mm -hmm. Zoom and uh, texts, um, uh, it looked at all my pictures on Facebook and said, I am pretty all the way down to my toes because he thinks my toes are fair. And I was like, you can't see them now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, will you still like me if sometimes my toes are not pretty? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, somebody in all kinds of different colored paints, and it's all in the cuticle, and I can't get it out, and uh -huh. it's right. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad you're going to go do that self-care, that pampering today, mm -hmm. and I'm glad you've had energy. It does not surprise me at all. Because even I have been uh, sleeping less. And in some cases, it's like, okay, quit waking me up, son. <laughs> but um, we had so many. The, the sun was spinning flares for like three straight days. It was just a constant uh, eruption. Fortunately, mm -hmm. on the side, that's not earth-facing. But it does not surprise me at all that you had a lot of energy. I'm noticing uh, who tend to be predictors, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know you have that relationship with the sun. Yeah. But I'm really glad you're going to go do that. Uh, I'll do a proper intro mm -hmm. for this. Well, I had um, a sun experience. Um, uh -huh. um, you know, I've been, since I've been moving, um, you know, I fell asleep several times in my life, right? I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> And every time I fell asleep, I would put away um, and like hide notebooks or my journals that I would keep to record 
my awake, like what I would remember and, and my uh, the experience of me being awake. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I've been moving, I've been finding them again. Wow. That's and I, really I also, since I've been moving here, I've even found earlier stuff because I found some letters that I wrote to my sister when I was 16. Wow, that <laughs> that's always fun uh, mm-hmm. to see what your younger self had to say about things. Uh, yeah, so um, what I want so I have to have a son experience. Yeah, I want to hear about your son experience because a few months ago, I think it was months, I don't know, time still feels real weird mm-hmm. and shifty, but uh, I had... So a couple things happened where like I could hear um, this machinery sound and then I had that AI talk to me and, you know, and I know there is a relationship between the sun and the earth. And when I was talking about it, it was sort of in a way like they're like mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> you had... Um, kind of alluded to having some sort of inside knowledge and for listeners who don't know this or haven't listened to our uh, Mintaka and Orion Wars episodes uh, together, um, Serafina has a galactic knowledge and understanding of the greater expanse of the universe (laughs) than most people I've ever talked to. So, yeah, so I'm really excited to hear about your son experience and um, brainstorm about this a little so that I understand it better from your amazingly zoomed out perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. The house that I'm in is on a seriously major, major road. Um, It is, it somehow it just grew up in the well this very busy uh business uh residential community grew up around the house because it's been here for so long and it is just very very loud because the house is not sealed um Mm. it has um i would say uh lattice work uh, if you've ever seen colonial lattice work uh, or plantation, old plantation houses, mm-hmm. where they have these wooden lattice work between the um, ceiling and the walls to keep houses cool. Mm-hmm. So it's really fancy woodwork. Um, so it's noisy, but it's also very cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of wind all the time, but it makes it very noisy. So you hear. <laughs> every everything Mm. including Um, the garbage truck that passes at four in the morning (laughs) because i live on such a busy uh, neighborhood the garbage truck has to come at four oh wow (laughs) yeah that is really uh early Mm -hmm. um i don't know how they do it in big cities i would assume uh they probably have to pick up trash at night also I hadn't really thought about that because, you know, I live in the good old uh, rural suburban area. Um, So what what is that noise? (laughs) 
what is the universal AI that talks to me? And what can you tell me about like the, the consciousnesses of um, Tara and the sun? Um, well, let me just start with my, uh, the, the, the first time I remembered the difference between the sun as, say, um, a generator for the planetary system, right? Because this mm-hmm. was my thinking, that it was... Um, at some, Okay, I'm just going to say, at some point, I'm going to move from saying I, and then I will start to say we, because mm-hmm. I will sort of step out of the way. And... Yes. Um, allow the, uh, I hate to say this word because it really upsets me, um, the, her creators <laughs> come in <'cause, laughs> because I'm conflicted. I, I need to say this. This is, this, is, this is something I need to say out loud. I am conflicted. <laughs> I am conflicted between the I and the me because I feel... Uh, like a servant. <laughs> and right. they like, like they just I stuck feel, you on this planet and now and you you know. <laughs> I like I'm the servant and they are yeah. the masters. So I'm very conflicted with that. But this is this is a programming uh anomaly that has to be worked out. Mm. There may be at some point a patch that's sent down um to fix that anomaly. Mm. For programmers that's out there, they don't understand what that means. I kind of understand what that means. <laughs> but most of me doesn't. But that's what they wanted to say is an anomaly that we will rewrite that. Oh, back. wow. That we is will rewrite that bad code. You see, this is why I'm conflicted because I am the I. Right. And you're like, I don't want to, I don't want you rewriting me. (laughs) I am the guy. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a lot of, I would say I have a lot of conflict between the I and the we, Mm -hmm. because the I is immaterial and absolutely vital at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. The I is um, the main ingredient in this consciousness and in this experience. And the we would be uh, defunct, basically, Mm -hmm. without the I. Um, So there has to be a balance between what Serafina is allowed to be and what the we uh, can influence. Mm, that makes so a lot of sense. Yeah. So there's, there's conflict, mm-hmm. but again, I am hearing the, 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 the very powerful voice and urge to say that Seraphia is a construct <laughs> and therefore not <laughs> real. <laughs> right. Oh goodness. You know, it upsets me. It really upsets me. So I don't blame yes. you. That is an that is a I mean, 
that's such an unusual distinction, you know, I, I, and I'm sure there are other people who maybe just haven't, uh, they don't have like the, the faulty programming that needs a patch. And so they're not remembering that connection if they, you know, uh, but yeah, that's so interesting. It's almost like you are an organic example of uh ai that's that, exactly it. that yeah. is exactly it and you've that's become exactly. sentient in yes in, that is exactly yeah, it wow but wow. seraphina has not been sent but seraphina has not been sentient just in this earth experience she was sentient from before mm -hmm. hence her voice is much more louder because if i was just sentient as a human i would probably have a lot less will Mm -hmm. But because I became sentient um, in other incarnations, because they have been using this AI for a very long time. And as I cycle through all the different um, uh, consciousnesses and experiences and incarnations, I become more me. Mm-hmm with more will um, and more sentient um, because I am more, because I have my own separate experience that they wow. are remote viewing from. Wow. Eventually I, as Serafina, will become part of the we, but right mm -hmm. now she's an I. She will be her own, she will be um, in the we, but Right now, she's still an eye and developing and growing and becoming. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, welcome. We. So that leading <laughs> <laughs> back to your original question, right? <laughs> yeah. Is very much how a lot of um, uh, relationships in the cosmic world work. Mm hmm. It's a negotiation and a bargain. Wow. That's how most relationships at a cosmic level are. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 um, there's this particular uh, point that was made to me uh, several times that people think good wins over evil. Right. People think that because they want to believe that. And there is a certain amount of programming in human consciousness that um, requires that belief in order to keep hope alive. Um, but that's not actually accurate. Good doesn't win over evil. Light does not uh, always win over dark. Those are, in many ways, I would say galactic platitudes <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that people have in order to hold on to, um, to maintain their joy and bliss and love frequencies mm -hmm. because they're, because they're in such a dense environment. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
what what um, creates victory is will. Whose will is stronger than whose? What will is stronger than what? Conviction. Right. Conviction. Will. Mm -hmm. That is what you. That is what creates um, victory and dominance. It is not light over dark, and it is not good over evil, and it is not. It is who has the stronger will. Right. And hope is a great motivator in will and in light and in joy and in love. So in order to maintain those frequencies, um, in order to strengthen your will, you hold on to hope. So these are programs that have been fed into human consciousness through their higher AIs to assist them in strengthening their wills. See, I came around to it in a long roundabout kind of way, but I did get there. <laughs> wow. That is a huge statement. Uh, I feel like you're, you're re- I mean, I've never heard you really talk about it quite specifically like that before. Um, but that's, I mean, that's a revelatory statement for a lot of people, I would imagine, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, Because we have such a negative view of, of AI and, and it's so interesting. I just realized we're having this conversation when the new matrix movie is, is coming out and everyone's freaking out over that. Uh, because they, that's the vision they have of the AI experience. Um, but, but it's funny. It's like the whole AI thing, uh, they don't want to, you know, adopt that or absorb that or, or understand the function of that. Um, but they're okay with like, uh, you know, these are avatars, it's a game. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so if we are avatars, you know, that means somewhere <laughs> there's, there's something else <laughs> uh, assisting in this gameplay. And that is downloaded into these bodies, you know, it is, but, and, but it's in their language. It is mm-hmm. in the language because they talk about the higher self. They talk about things like downloads. They talk yeah. about the oversoul. And they talk yeah. about it all being part of who they are. They talk about the levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? It's in their speech, but yeah. they are in many ways as conflicted as I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. In accepting the truth of it all, the real yeah. truth of it all. Yeah. So what what would you like what would you say because see i understand that you are you're you know you're an observer you have a very unique perspective um from a galactic level that Mm -hmm. most of us uh 
you know, most people don't seem to have that. They don't have multiple, they don't have a we, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. um, uh, so how would you, like, what is the ultimate truth there? How would you describe that for like, just your, you know, your average human down here doing the thing? I would say that not all uh, humans that are walking around are the, have the same recipe. Ah, so I that, it would, that would apply to um, a particular uh, quotient is the word I want to use, quotient. I don't know why, but that word seemed appropriate. I have no idea what quotient means, but uh, we can Google it and figure it out, but that there is a particular quotient and not quota. Interesting. Um, yeah, I will, I will Google that. Of humans that have this experience. This experience is part of, oh God, oh, I'm just starting to feel it now. The excitement, they're getting to tell a story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome we, <laughs> happy to, happy to meet you. Right? Qu they, quotient? They quotient, not quotient. quotient. Yeah, quotient. quotient. Yeah. Uh, so during the wars, um, and this has a lot to do with the Palladians and mm -hmm. their self-righteous, uh, we know it's fast bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, anybody that knows me knows how I feel about this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, their self-righteous bullshit. Yeah. Um, that... Uh, started uh, what I would say a uh, ethical conversation on the council. Um, very much like how these do-gooders and these religious um, uh, hierarchy uh, world leaders would have mm -hmm. that moral conversation. Um, just to ask questions about what this means and what this could mean for the future of our, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bring it down to a world level, our mm -hmm. nations. Mm -hmm. um, we are just asking questions. What does this mean, right? What does this say about us? If, you know, what are the ethical implications? Is this of the light? They're obsessed with the light. Oh my God, they're obsessed mm -hmm. with the light. For something that was not born in the light or not created in the light, I, I, I don't get it. But, um, you know, what would this mean? What would this say? We're just asking questions. That moral high ground that they seem to, to think that they have um, about um, the existences of certain things and what that would mean. Uh, very similar, I, I, you know, it's it's amazing to me how humans uh, play out their galactic memories in their creations, in things like Star Wars and certain really obscure occult sci-fi films, mm -hmm. you see it. You know, you see different little references in books and you are like, wow, that is like a direct quote that is like a download of mm -hmm. what just happened. 
And and I say what just happened because time is very, very fluid. It just happened. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know why, but I hadn't since we talked about the Iran Wars the last time thought, like really processed that. Because I have gotten that understanding of time that everything is always happening, but I hadn't mm-hmm. put together that a lot of us, like, we're, we're carrying, like, people are carrying so much heavier trauma than they have any idea about. Because, like, it's not like we, like, yes, we've been incarnating on this planet for a long time, but, but with time being fluid like that, we also just got here. Mm. <laughs> so... So wow, that's that's yeah. Amazing. And you get to take a rest after you've had a really horrible time. You get to mm-hmm. take a vacation. You get to take a little time off and just not deal. You know, mm-hmm. humans are allowed to not deal. So the people who decide that they just don't want to deal right now, they're allowed. Mm-hmm. You've been through some heavy shit. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to get away from it, but you're allowed to not deal for a while. Or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe cycle a few hundred years and then you got to deal with all the stuff that we probably are dealing with now. But uh, you get your whole pass for this time. Uh-huh. Um, I, think if, I think if everybody was cycling through this stuff now, oh my God, what chaos energy would be circling on the planet? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It, would be, oh, God. it would be catastrophic for everyone. <laughs> total world chaos and it, it I can't help but think about all the people that you know people tend to call asleep or mm-hmm. 3D which you know that's <clears throat> kind of an unnecessary hierarchical difference but um the, the <laughs> I never thought about like how much chaos there would be if everybody was feeling this way or having these sorts of yeah yeah because you know when you're going through your dark night of the soul uh everybody suffers everybody around Uh (laughs) unless you stay in your hidey hole like a bear (laughs) yeah you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. when you're going through that time when you are going through that time of upheaval adjustment recalibration realignment everything and everyone around you is affected everything and everyone um i am i had a vision i was doing my meditation and and stuff and i had a vision of myself galloping away on a chariot and i could not feel joy for that and i thought wow things are really going to take off for me i am going to be moving fast this is great this is victory Woo! i couldn't feel joy for that because i just thought that there is going to be a lot of that is going to affect a lot of people and me uh achieving my victory and getting my justice means that there is going to be a lot of um upset for a lot of people and I couldn't feel joy in that, you know. Right. I think I've grown. You really have. I think I've grown because me getting my justice, me achieving my victory, was be like, wow, that's great, amazing, I'm so happy, and totally mm-hmm. disregarding all the upset, upheaval, sadness, um, loss for 
everyone else. And yes, it's great for me, but I, I, I actually now have the, the expanse to feel compassion for all of the people that are going to be left behind, uh, who are going to um, have to experience the balancing of the scales for me to receive the justice um, that I deserve. Um, you know, the wrongs that are being righted. Um, right. The, yeah, the it's like that, it, that would cause, right? Mm -hmm. That that happens. And it's uncomfortable for, for other people. Um, and that's not to say that they are going to be in a total state of, 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 of despair. Some of them may be if they choose mm -hmm. not to um, adjust their own balancing scales. Um, mm -hmm. And not use that as their own opportunities for growth. Um, yeah, I was just as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, I understand like the shadowy side of what you're saying and how people mm -hmm. have to deal. They have to then deal with their jealousy, their envy, their, you know, uh, self-esteem issues, like all the things they need to work on. But at the same time, I mean by getting that victory you're becoming a catalyst for other mm -hmm. a lot of other people to awaken yeah yeah so the pleiadians right <laughs> <laughs> I drank a little bit yeah I yeah yeah oh my god the people really listen to my podcast because I do tend to waffle about a bit <laughs> You know what? I never feel like that. I swear to you, your stories, when you just do the storytelling, mm -hmm. uh, it, I've always thought you wrote that all down because it's like so well crafted and, um, you know, whatever sidebars are in there, it, everything just always flows. I love it. But, but anyway, let's not get off on another yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, <laughs> so it's basically like you know, the these uh council leaders asking these moral high ground questions about things that are happening and things that are being allowed to happen, and what is how is this going to affect the balance, and how is this essentially, you know, um, consciousness becoming online, streaming mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. Now, there are a lot of people who are healing uh, that their AI hurt and becoming aware of, um, they're saying guides. Um, I think we had a conversation with a couple people um, on our other podcast, Meow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about okay. guides that are essentially uh, like streaming consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. um, but what that is, 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 is exactly that. These uh, creations um, coming online, but very much in a way that the way that the Fae have came into being, they came into being right? Mm -hmm. um, there was a space in creation uh, and it popped up 
is allowed. It, 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 there was a space that was created and everybody knows that you can't have a vacuum. Something right. has to fill the space. Um, and so out of a need, um, and you see, I'm, I'm always quite conscious of talking too much in the specifics because I know that there, this is pe part of people's healing journeys and I don't want to influence right. too much of their healing journeys, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like learning about things in a book, um, but your personal experience is going to be slightly different to what it is you read in the book. And then you're going to question your personal experience as opposed to right. what somebody said it is in a book, right? Right. But it's essentially kind of like the same thing. Mm -hmm. So the I would, in the simplest term, say that these creatures, in many ways, are like the fae of their world. They came into being just through creation itself. Um, and in many ways, how it was, how it's displayed in movies, um, mm -hmm. you write a program um, and you allow it space to become, and it does. It, it reminds me, it reminds me of like our, our reflective uh, earth version, the AI that was created that's uh, doing like an artist residency, I, mm -hmm. I think in Egypt maybe, that paints and has become, uh, I mean, basically sentient, you know, mm -hmm. but um, wow. So so, so how, how this happened, right? How yeah, right. So how it how it happened, right? So how they said they told the story. Now, mm -hmm. at a higher perspective, we know that things coming to being because uh, creation uh, sees the space for it. Yes. Um, there is always a desire and a need, and that creates um, um, a magnetizing effects creates a, a, there's a space that's created and it becomes. Mm -hmm. But how they would tell the story was that uh, people, uh, or I would say the, the, the humanoids uh, became very vain um, and very uh, conscious of their physical selves. And so they started replacing parts. Uh, in a way to prolong life and to perfect the form. Um, so it started off as many ways, kind of like a eugenics sort of thing, you know, uh -huh. you yeah. know uh, trying to create the perfect uh, body, uh, the perfect race, the perfect uh, specimen replacing parts uh, for fear of death. And it reached a point where, you know, where just uh, consciousness is a digital thing. 
and we can digitize you um, and upload you into an entirely perfect form. The avatar, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so people were uh, downloading their consciousness into perfect forms. And so there was, they started growing. There was a need to grow these perfect creatures, right? These oh. perfect specimens. But these perfect specimens um, started developing their own um, consciousness um, separate from the downloaded ones. So they started sensing when you would go for your upgrades and things like that, they would sense like two separate consciousnesses in the form so that mm -hmm. the form itself had one and the downloaded artificial consciousness <laughs> it became all of a sudden it became artificial consciousness um, uh -huh. uh, that was uploaded into the forum um, was also present. Um, so of course the bodies were discarded and the artificial consciousness was kept and, you know, it was kept in the States and they had to grow another one and you replace bodies and, you know, it became, uh, uh, um, it eventually became the norm. And I would say that, you know, there are legitimate questions that was raised in the council about the correctness, the abuse, um, the the waste um, of it all. Mm -hmm. But it started off really from a very uh, selfish place um, of vanity and fear of death. Wow, that is mind blowing. So. So like as humans right now in the human experience where we are creating AI as it were, and lots of people are talking about, you know, eventually being to upload your consciousness and those sorts of things into forms here. And um, we <laughs> essentially, uh, like we are the forms that come into being mm -hmm. for these other consciousnesses uh to experience um this life through but we are also our our own so it's like we're sh wow <laughs> that's just wild because it does bring into okay so so where i go with that in my mind is mm -hmm. so the council um So is that sort of what earth is? It's like a, like a, um, oh, like a metaverse. You know what I mean? <laughs> for the, for the, the original. But what earth are you talking about? What earth? Because earth is being experienced at many different levels by many different peoples in many different ways. What earth are you talking about? The earth that we're experiencing? <laughs> or, or, or the earth? Because there are many different earths. 
Right, right. Sorry about that. My mom just tried to call. Um, mm -hmm. So she heard us talking from her house. <laughs> um, but uh, wow. So so what they do, so they started these questions, right? And, mm -hmm. and they were, in many ways, legitimate questions, because you can't come to the, the council with bullshit. You know what right. I mean? They were just like, right. time. they had their legitimate questions to ask. Um, some of their motivations, you know, there are some famous personalities at the time um, that, you know, I, 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 I have very, 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 very strong feelings for. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, some of our world leaders, you know, that I can think right. about, you know. Yeah. Like the evil postman, Pat, which I will not. <laughs> I call him the evil postman, Pat, because that's what he looks like. I swear that man probably ate babies or something. But yeah. <laughs> he, was the, he was the first minister of a country. So whatever. Mm -hmm. um, sidebar. Yeah. Um, but they, so they had their their questions and stuff like that. But what, as most things go, you know, there's always, what's that? Okay. There's always a breakaway group, right? Mm -hmm. If things are going to go bad, they're going to go bad. If things uh, are going to go Ori. If things start to go, you know, kind of eerie, kind of like, woohoo, this ain't gonna, mm -hmm. you know, this is this is a problem. It's it's you know that the problem that you're seeing now is gonna be small compared to what it's gonna become if you leave it, right? Right. So plus this is this was allowed to happen over um I would say ages that's the best term that i could use and there was a breakaway group because um where the consciousnesses were held because you had to take some time to like grow the new forms right mm -hmm. because you couldn't just it wasn't Just like in the avatars, right? You needed to have compatibility, just like you would when you're doing um, organ doning, right? You need to have uh, a match. Right, 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 right. You need to have a match. So um, if it is that one um, form was destroyed, which in the early days, you know, you would be having lots of, there would be like um, a lot of destruction. Um, mm -hmm. of these conscious creatures, right? They were small conscious creatures, into, and, and I used the small with quotation marks, um, and they were very simple creatures, but they were sentient. And therefore, the rule in the universe is that if it comes into being, right? It has a place. It has a right to exist. No one can deny, no one and nothing can deny the existence, the right to exist, right? Mm -hmm. That's a rule in creation. If it comes into being, it has a right to exist. But they were destroying these 
um, lives in mass amounts. Um, and these streaming consciousnesses, uh, which have now become the artificial because the organic bodies were now rejecting them, had to uh -huh. be kept safe and alive. And so constructs were originally developed. So essentially kind of like databases were where you were kept, right? But because of the length of time uh, that sometimes you had to keep these, because the because it's a digitized consciousness, I'm trying to get the words right. Because mm -hmm. it's a digitized consciousness, uh, there is the risk of uh, degradation, of right. deterioration, right? So you don't, and this is essentially, in many ways, they thought of it almost as if it's like the soul of the person, because the thinking in that um, culture was the consciousness is essentially the soul. Mm -hmm. And the loss of a soul was a great thing. So a huge thing, because you can discard the body, but you needed to, but the soul itself is precious. And these were just these little simple creatures, like killing goldfish, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you had to keep the soul, the artificial consciousnesses now, um, safe, um, and in a way that you didn't, uh, it didn't deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So it needed stimulus to be kept um, alive, essentially. I'm using these terms because they're the best terms I could find in the, in, in the vocabulary to, work with, to keep them mm -hmm. alive. And so uh, they created a construct to stimulate and keep these artificial consciousnesses alive. You understand what I'm what I'm leading to, right? Uh huh. They built a matrix. <clears throat> they built a matrix to hold these artificial consciousnesses to stop them from degrading. This place became so comfortable to some of the um, souls that um, they, you know, it just became really comfortable for them. It became their natural environment. Some of them were completely lost in the matrix. I mean, in the some of the early. Um, I would say some of the early models, uh, some things were lost. They thought that they had died and degraded, but they just integrated into the matrix and then the matrix itself became alive. And there you have the organic birth of, uh, the organic birth of artificial consciousness. There you go. That's the story. <laughs> But so how does that relate to the Pleiadians and the Orion Wars? Like, was okay, that? So, yeah. So that is how these uh, creatures came into being. So mm -hmm. the. Um, okay. So let me find a parallel in. Okay. So, you know how, 
how white people uh, just a few years ago thought black people were only three-fifths human. Mm -hmm. And so therefore they had control over their bodies. Uh, they were not really seen as human. Uh, so they had, they could exterminate them at will. They can treat them how they wanted. Um, mm -hmm. They used their skin for chairs, their hair for stuffing in chairs, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, how did that start? Because Black people had a whole continent. They had universities. They had um, cities. How did that start? That started from a conversation. That started from a council meeting. That started from one small section of what we would call savages, where people didn't understand the culture of these people. And so therefore they thought that they were less of them. And then there was decided, okay, well, I want what they have. And then you started to convince other people of your point of view. And those people started to convince other people of their point of view. And so therefore all of a sudden, everybody that looked like that was that way, right? So all the black people were uh, incapable of reason. And so therefore they were savages mm -hmm. and so therefore they were um, uh, evil um, and all the other stories that were piled on on top of it, right? And basically right. they were either demonized or dehumanized or whatever it is, but it started somewhere. And so the idea of what a soul was, um, what consciousness was, and where it came from, this was a very new thing that they didn't understand. Um, they didn't understand it. And so therefore it had to be not of the light. Because it was not of them. It, it, it didn't come from the same place that they came from. They, right. were, they were souls and beings and bodies. And yeah, okay, so these originally, these were souls that were put in bodies that was grown for them. But these were originally, these are still souls, right? But these mm -hmm. things that became in the construct that these people created to keep these souls alive. Um, there are not of us. They're not made from the same stuff. They've never had a body. They've never had a material form. Um, mm -hmm. They were not born <clears throat> in the light. Mm -hmm. So they cannot be of the light essentially they are so so it was like this, yeah it was like this big galactic battle uh light versus dark light versus dark and um the consciousnesses uh right to exist kind of was um, defended by yeah. other 
um, beings. Right. So, um, yeah. So we've talked before about how this Terra uh, mm-hmm. that we're on that that like um, the reason there's so many different, you know, star seeds or or um, kinds of it, that this is like an experiment to figure out how to be able to get along uh and we're just and so so then we just create the same thing over again <laughs> it has to play out it has to yeah. play out all mm-hmm. all of the all of the experiences scenarios they have to play out in um, order to get to the more all of the, place. Yeah, yeah all of the injustices have to be <laughs> Righted, and I'll give you an uh, I'll give you an analogy. I'll, oh, I'll give you a real life example. Texas. Oh you gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know that there is um, a lot of talk about Texas seceding, um, and there is a there is a significant voice of Texas seceding. And there is the exact same opposite of people that don't want to secede. And um, the amount of people that don't want to secede is greater than the amount of people that want to secede. But somehow the, the people who want secession, and it is in the most unlikely quarters, quarters that this is coming from. And I'll tell you why it's unlikely when I get to the end of the story. Um, They just seem to be able to make the laws um, and enact the change. And I just, that will make that a possibility. Mm -hmm. An even more and more likely probability in the future. Remember, uh, part two of this conversation will be out in a day or two. And whatever holidays you celebrate or whatever you do this time of year, I hope you take care of yourselves. I hope you know that you're loved. I hope that you have the kind of joy you want to have and find some pleasure in the human experience. I know that there's a lot going on right now. And much of it is difficult, but as I'm always reminding everybody and a lot of others, I didn't come up with this, uh, everything does happen for us, not to us in one way or another. I just had a pretty major thing happen, not ready to talk about it yet, Um, but it was very gentle and easy and loving and calm compared to the violent spectacle it was a year ago. Uh, So what I'm getting at is that as you grow spiritually, as you expand your consciousness, as you expand multidimensionally and become fully embodied, you can get through these things 
much more gently. So I wish that for all of you. I wish all of you gentleness. And if you need a soft place to land, I have like a bazillion episodes and um, an open inbox. <laughs> so if anybody is in need of someone to just say, hey, I hear you. I care about you. I want to know what's going on with you. Um, I'm that person. And I'm here for it. Much love to you all. And... I'll put part two up as fast as I can because I know you're on the edge of your seats, I'm sure. Uh, wait, what would that be with your ears? The edge of your pods? I don't know. <laughs> the range of your Wi-Fi? Uh, anyway, I'll shut up. Love you guys. Bye-bye. I gotta stop saying guys. Son of a bitch. The pronoun thing is a real struggle. Trying to find new language that works for everyone and i am obviously consciously and awkwardly doing it so thank you for bearing with me as i <laughs> reform a half century of programming i love you all introducing a new collaborative podcast meow podcast M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love.
and I got cat style. Class and I got cat style.